Hey, welcome back. Another day, another vlog. We're back up on the channel. Music by Epidemic going well. Oh, let's turn that down a touch so I can hear. Ah, or so you can hear me. Anyway, at least. Um, hope you're all well on this Monday. Uh, chaos reigning supreme here. This is the old office. Uh, it's now empty. I've got my. Uh, Router, my Wi-Fi and that, that's the only thing really plugged in there. Left, I'm just charging everything up, getting ready to go. Camera bags packed, uh, The uh, ready for the big trip. Three weeks away, down south, can't wait, super excited. So, movers come at 7.30 in the morning. We've got pretty much 90% boxed up, all the food's pretty much done and dusted. Just take away tonight and, or I think steak tonight and then yeah, tomorrow's takeaway and um, yeah, whatever. We uh, get the caravan, the camper van tomorrow, so exciting about that. So I'll do a walkthrough with you tomorrow for that, for the, another day, another vlog. So we'll uh, get some info and then go through that. So that should be pretty cool. Tomorrow afternoon, I'd say. Won't be early morning or lunchtime like this one. Uh, it'll probably be afternoon by the time I get everything, uh, to get everything done. My little buddy Bentley, uh, he's flown to Queensland. He's the uh, first Kendra to shoot across to the new state, state number four for me. I've done the territory, lived in the territory most of my life, most of my life, predominantly. Uh, then Adelaide for 10 plus years, Perth 12 years, or a bit over 12 years now, and now we're going to Queensland. So, true to my roots, keep moving around. Just move with a, to a different waterhole, wherever that waterhole. This water hole is a little bit dried up, and fortunately we lose our friends and family from here, so that's a little sad. We had drinks on Saturday night to sort of, I guess, celebrate just being friends and family. It's good. We're one of the lucky ones that can actually, I guess, at the moment, have a few drinks and catch up with people, so that was pretty good in itself. Uh, I know there's a lot of you out there that are still lock in lockdown or can't even get out to go and have a drink or celebrate. I had a few uh, few light beers, yeah, a few beers, that was about it. Um, a few reds with the boys, nothing too mega exciting, no massive hangovers or anything like that. Um, we had all the kids running around like blue-ass flies, so that was pretty cool. It was a good night, it was good to catch up with friends, uh, say sort of, say hey goodbyes, and um, I guess prepare for the next big adventure in our lives. Um, another chapter to, to write in the book, and what a book it would be. Definitely be R-rated. <laughs> Definitely, probably wouldn't be allowed to be sold to miners. <laughs> but it's been a fun ride, so I'm enjoying it. Uh, other good news, Pops is going home, hopefully next week. So that's fingers crossed on that one, that's good. So the weekend has been really good. Uh, we're just about there, we're done and dusted, just doing cleaning stuff now. Bits and, just other bits and pieces. Um, yeah, not much else exciting to really be done here. Um, I have, I did spend, Fair amount of time yesterday, finally got back to sit down in front of my laptop. I've just about finished the first run through <laughs> those photos that I started last swing for a week ago's video. So when it, when the uh, accident happened, so it uh, that was good. I'm pretty much finished on the oh, the first run through photo. Unfortunately, I've got like 80 or 90 photos that I'm happy with. I've got to go through the second stage and start whittling down to get them. Some really, really good photos. Uh, it was, as I said, it was a new section. It was a, the third mountain peak on the at Pack Saddle. So there's a whole new area. Oh, 
some amazing new little spots and locations, some gorgeous country, so and some not great night stuff as well. So I've got a fair bit to pick and pick from. Uh, it's 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 one of those I think one of those adventures or those hiking trips where you, or photography trips where you go away and you, oh that's better. Uh, you come back and you go, I've got way too much than what I need. So it's very hard to chop out stuff. So uh, a lot of stuff there I do want to show you. So I'll try and get as much in. Um, it may have said, I think I think I said to you when I started doing the editing, it may end up being like a, a two-part series to this one. Just just to the fact that it's uh, just so many photos. So I think I started, like, I think I said like 480 or 490. And I've got it down to at least... 60 to 70 good really good ones so it's going to be hard to get it down to my normal 10 that i like to have and i can split into two bunches of five then but i'll see how i go um and that's just the photos i'm going to whittle that down then i'm going to start on the video i'll be doing that mostly on the run so i'll probably do a bit of that either probably at our first stop in margaret river i'll sit down and when i get a chance to just de-stress kick into holiday mode or or uh, photography mode and then I can sit down at night with a glass of red and sit down and just edit and try and smash out some stuff while Jack and Mum are asleep in the camper van. So looking forward, can't, can't wait. Very, very excited, so very cool. Now that laptop, as I said, the laptop, I got it back Saturday from Apple Borogoon. So look, if you've, <laughs> I'm sure there's Apple haters out there, there's always is, and I don't, underst I don't understand how you, if you like one product, you hate on the other product. I, I do with cars, and I sort of—it's always sort of the Australian way: Ford versus Holden, put shit not put shit on each other. But it's never a hatred, and like uh, for whatever reason, Apple and Samsung, there's this ridiculous hatred amongst them. Well, look, the the beauty of Apple, and I've said it a million times, is their customer service. I put it in Wednesday afternoon. And Friday afternoon, they called me and said it was ready to go. I can pick it up Saturday morning. So that's just amazing service. It was 1300 bucks worth of parts because I had my Apple Care protection. It cost me 150 bucks. walk out the door, no questions asked, bang. Brand new screen on it, brand new uh, lid sensor. So anything that was gonna be possibly dodgy, they just replaced. Uh, no stress all good and it was work back to work and a treat so I can come and edit these videos back to normal that is a big big load off my mind so it was looking a little bit ugly it's great the uh, iPhone was fantastic and doing it like that I, that was no dramas just not been able to do the thumbnails and put any notes in there it's just a pain in the butt uh, iPad I've given to Jack so I've set that up my old iPad I've now given that to Jack so he can set up so he can watch his cartoons while we're in the bus um, I've got his oh, or mum's old iPad and uh, it's the iPad mini too and it, it couldn't even load Epidemic. I couldn't even get Epidemic to plan it so I had to go to the phone. So yeah, I'm, I think it's time to re probably retire that. I might have to go and get myself a little cheap uh, Apple iPad, I think a new one. Some with a pencil would be good just to do bills and stuff. Be quite handy. But anyway, um, so that was great. Uh, big shout out to Apple. And that's why, why I keep going with Apple. If you ever wonder why people stick with Apple, well, look, in Australia, I can't say for other countries. I know a uh, few guys have had Zone Tech, had a heaps of dramas with Apple in England. In Australia, from my, what I've dealt with, I've always been looked after better than any other company in Australia. And Australia is renowned for piss poor customer service. If you ever come to Australia and you're expecting good customer service, 
you're coming to the wrong country. <laughs> We're very laid back and chilled, and unfortunately that rolls over into a lot of people with work ethic, and it seems to be getting worse, uh, and no, uh, no Fs are given. I think I can say that without getting in trouble, but uh, yeah, so it's, uh, that is probably our biggest downfall with our shopping and anything like that is. Customer service sucks. Prime example, try and deal with Telstra after 30 minutes if you don't want to hit yourself in the head with a brick. Uh, yeah, you've somehow fluked the one person in Telstra Australia that actually cares, but uh, yeah. Apple, thank you very much. Amazing customer service. Great job, Apple Baragoon and Apple City for hooking it all up and getting it to me. Thank you very much. Very much appreciated. Cool bananas. Um, now, also, if uh, you listen to this on the podcast and you're like, where have you been for a week? What the hell's going on? Uh, my apologies. Obviously, you may, you wouldn't have heard anything for last week since last Saturday, not this Saturday gone, but one before. Uh, lid dropped on my computer, smashed the computer. Obviously, I couldn't put anything on the podcast. I couldn't do pretty much nothing. I couldn't edit, do anything for the last week until Apple fixed it. That's what I'm talking about now. But yeah, if you are still one of my valued listeners over on the podcast scene, thank you for hanging around. Thanks for listening. And yeah, my apologies. I didn't know. I was trying to work out how I could get something on there. And it was a nightmare trying to get it on the phone and get the normal channel uh, shot up. And I just couldn't work out how to get that over for you guys on the podcast. So, again, my apologies for that. But uh, hopefully we're back on track. And we've got heaps of fun stuff coming up. Some amazing adventures. Three weeks in some of the most beautiful country in Australia. Probably Tasmania is probably the only other place that's going to be anywhere near this level of quality of water and white sandy beaches. Uh, it's going to be spectacular. If you are a podcast listener, maybe next few weeks... Hopefully I can get some stuff up there to show you some photos and, and give you a bit of a gander. I'm going to try and do just daily vlogs on where we're walking and at the beach. And instead of doing tech stuff, I'm going to try and talk about the local area and where we are and try and give you a bit of a first-hand look of this amazing southern region of WA. I've been trying to get there for 12 years, so very excited. Now, over on the tech side for today, there was a bit coming over from the weekend Probably a few things, GM, General Motors, Holden, however you want to call them, whatever, they, whatever region name they call in your local area, GM has got a new logo and it's pushing towards the electric. Uh, we all know electrics here, I've said it a million times, I'm a big convert, I'm a diesel mechanic, but I know my career is pretty much done and dusted. Uh, it'll be non-existent in a few years, in probably I think 10 to 20 years. Will uh, probably be the end of that once emissions shut all sort of uh, combustible fuel engines down. That'll be the end of us. Um, can't see myself swapping over to a HV Sparky license in uh, in my sixties. Although the way they put this retirement age back, who knows? I may have to go become a HV Sparky soon. But um, GM's gone electric, so they've changed the logo. It's a bit of a new image. It's got the E in there, sort of converted to look like the M. That sort of denotes the electric. It's fresh, it's upbeat, I guess. Uh, it's a big thing for them to change the logo. Monster, monster company. Uh, and they've done some great things in the last week or so and their share price is shooting up in regards to electric. They've got a new electric van coming out. They announced and that's coming out this year in 2021, fully electric. So vans are fantastic. LA, LA Amazon with Rivian, they've got 100,000 electric vans coming. 
commercial, if you can get the commercial stuff to work, then the consumer electric stuff will generally flow on, I found. Um, in whatever field you're doing, if you, if you can get businesses to jump into, into the water and test their feet, then that makes it cheaper, which then allows consumers to actually buy something, blah, 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 blah. Because there's no tax advantage for a consumer in an electric car. 130, or in Australia at least, 150 plus for a Tesla. Uh, that's ridiculous. That's two years salary for someone. No one's going to pay that for electric car. <laughs> Sorry, uh, for, for the poor old environment, one is the one that suffers here, but no one can afford that. That's just ridiculous. They need to work out how to make them cheaper. It will cannot survive in Australia, that price. Uh, you only got to look at the F-150 Ute that's 50, 60 grand in the States. It's nearly 200,000 here for the top of the range F-150. So they've got to work. Australia's car issue is a massive issue. Um, and that revolves directly around that environmental thing which is coming at us and by 2030. We've got to get our shit together and Australian government's going to have to work out how they're going to make cars cheaper to come to Australia. So very interesting and we we'll more on that as we go down. But GM, definitely into electric. Uh, they're also into flying cars. They announced a big program in revolving around flying cars, uh, single vertical takeoff cars, much like a drone. Obviously car spaces straight up fly off to your destination, top of your house or whatever in a special car park. Uh, they're looking into that. They're pumping a heap of money into that arena. So drone and drones and flying cars are the next step, I guess, on once drones take off and become the norm. Uh, then we'll get the flying cars because that technology will, again, business will lead into consumer, which will then flow into the commercial, or sorry, consumer flying drone technology which will become bigger and stronger and powerful and then we can jump in them and fly to work so that's something interesting and gm's well on board so their share prices jump through the roof good uh good to see them going down the right path finally um a bit of a knee jerk i think there's some other big boys that's not far off probably following that similar sort of track now from ces in the last week uh, there's been some good things tcl has been a big one uh, chinese electronics company i think last year we talked about them guys doing big things this year didn't really take off but nothing really did this year there's uh 2020 has been a bit of an electronics disaster new tech and all that uh companies were just trying to get out what they had to get out and they didn't really worry about sort of looking ahead to the future well they've got a 17 inch printable oled display uh, scrollable display that's what TCL's done basically you come out you can pull it out of basically like a paper or the old um, uh, the old thing where you, the dude would read it the old scroll yeah well similar sort of that and this is a fully uh, inkjet printable OLED screen and you can print it out on this thing and pow pow and then you can read and touch and you can get all your computer stuff on there pretty insane you'll see it on the thumbnail uh, very cool, 100% color gamut. So, look, just insane tech. Uh, look, this is a, a glimpse into the future. Obviously, I don't think that'll be out this year. What they are bringing out this year is mini LEDs. Mini LEDs has been the biggest part of uh, CES 2021. Uh, everyone's in a mini LED. Um, TCL's got it. Uh, LG, Samsung, they're all running the mini LEDs. They've got that as your option. Yeah, mini LEDs, not the best one. Micro LED is the one you want. Mini LEDs basically breaks it down into thousand, thousands of dimmable zones. So 
at current you might have a normal TV at current which you might have one, two, three, four, five, maybe 24 zones and they can dim the areas to so if it's bright in one area they can they can darken it up and stuff like that. Uh, mini LEDs will OLED was a lot better get a hell of a, a hell of a lot better uh, and then mini LEDs takes these dimmer zones from one, two, three to thousands of these things. And then micro LED will turn into millions. It'll just be tiny little dots and every little square centimeter yards to adjust for light and color and darkness. So mini LEDs, a little bit of a stepping stone. So I wouldn't probably, I'd sort of suggest not to invest too heavily into it. Micro LED is gonna come really quickly behind it. Um, and it's gonna be, I guess, mini LED, the best way to look at it, I could put it, if you're as old fellow like me, uh, mini disc didn't happen great technology it was a stepping just really didn't work I think mini LED is going to be that same thing yeah it's good and it's okay but OLED's still better than it and it's not enough of a jump to warrant leaving OLED I think OLED and the stuff they've got coming in OLED is just ridiculous 4Ks and 8K OLEDs are just crazy at the moment they are awesome uh, so they're just, just too far ahead so the mini's probably just gonna be a little bit of a technology, hey, here it is, this is what we're going towards. The uh, normal guys that jump in early, we'll go and check it out, suss it out for us. That'll help fund the micro LED. Micro LED is the one you want. So if you've got an OLED, I wouldn't jump into mini LED. I'd probably stay, keep your investment in that, ride that out for a couple of years because micro LED is the one that's gonna blow everyone's socks off because that's gonna be better than OLED and give you so many options, it's crazy. So, but look, heaps happening there, mini LED. Uh, it is 50% thinner display than a, say an OLED screen and that, which is crazy. So you get those beautiful thin bezels. Um, they've also got a four Q, QLED TVs and a HDR version coming out in 2021. So. A lot happening from TCL, I've said it last year, and I think they're becoming bigger and bigger and bigger. I think like LG was, I think these guys are gonna be uh, a lot big, a lot bigger in 2021. They're doing some great tech, and it's, it seems to be pretty good quality. So uh, those OLEDs or QLEDs, they've got similar probably technology to the Samsung sort of side of things, uh, but look, and a cheap version too. You can get a 4K OLED screen a hell of a lot cheaper than LG, LG or a Samsung. So definitely worth checking out TCL. They've got some fun things coming out this year if you need a new telly to tide you over till the micro LED revolution hits. Now, um, new 2022 Ranger, Ford Ranger was snapped out testing. Front end, totally different. Uh, very f 150 I think we talked a little bit about it a while ago. Well, it's in full production. It's pretty much happening. Uh, full, fully camouflaged, obviously. No final trims or anything like that at the moment. Full testing mode. But you can see that difference. Big, big grill on the sucker. Uh, big square F-150 type grill. Big square front end. The rest of it's pretty similar to what we've currently got. Uh, other news for it is uh, no manual gearbox is the coming rumor coming out of wheels. Uh, so that's pretty interesting. They get that 10-speed Ranger, uh, Ranger Raptor gearbox, which is supposedly fantastic and does a great job. That's gonna just be across the board, just the standard operating equipment. 
And being as that is, that because that come out of the F-150 as well, uh, they're gonna, looks like they might be mating it to a three liter V6 turbo diesel, 186 kilowatts, 600 newton meters of torque, which is bloody insane for a little uh, Ranger. Absolutely crazy. That will make a massive difference. Now that is the engine out of the F-150 and they reckon that's possibly going into this sucker for 2022. So if you're uh, looking down the barrel of a new Ranger next year, that's what you've got to uh, look forward to. The old V3.2 is definitely pretty much going, um, and so is the manual gearbox. So very interesting. Now the other part about that is still no mention on the Ranger side or in that light commercial ute area or pickup truck, light pickup truck, depending on where you live. Uh, nothing hybrid, nothing electric. We know the F-150 hybrid's out this year. So they're doing it on the big trucks, but nothing on the small trucks. You'd think that would be an easier platform to squeeze them in and get those sales up to help support taking it into the bigger trucks. So uh, a little bit interesting in that one. I thought that the new Ranger would be one that would take that at least that hybrid tech from the F-150 and dump it into a, that little ute. I think that a hybrid version would be a great way to start in Australia, give you a chance to, I guess, slowly build up your capacity, start getting your charging areas and bits and pieces like that, start putting the charging stations through that we need because we literally have stuff all charging stations um, and that's going to be the biggest thing we have to do with electric cars as well is to get those in. So yeah, pretty interesting on that. And last but not least, some Apple stuff. So some rumors coming out, MacBook, new MagSafe charging for 2021 this year. So the MagSafe charger, you remember the old cord pull out? Uh, it's on my old 2013 Mac, MacBook. Uh, well, that's coming back in a new form. Might be a barrel style, but still a MagSafe style charge. So if you bump it, it just pops off. You don't rip anything out, no damage. You don't pull the computer off the desk and smash that. Heaven forbid, you don't want that, please. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. Uh, touch bar's going too. The touch bar never really took off. I've got it on mine, and actually, I don't mind it um, with the emojis and bits and pieces. I didn't really use the F keys probably anywhere as much as probably some people do that do like programming or anything like that. But for general stuff, uh, I probably use the touchbar more than I ever use the function keys. So, I yeah, for me, I don't mind it. Um, it's not really a bother to me. It's not in the way. It doesn't. It works seamlessly, so it's good. And it is, when I'm typing, I can just whack an emoji in and I think actually that's probably the best thing about it. It makes it really easy because I can't remember all the combinations. I'm, I'm old. <laughs> um, also, new Mac Pros coming out in 2022. Rumors are there's gonna be obviously a big boy, same sort of size, up to 32 cores, the M1 chip range, so it's gonna be all ARM architecture, up to 128 Apple GPU, gigabytes of GPU cores. Oh, gee, that was just terrible English. 128 gigabyte GPUs, Apple's own, 64 to 128 range. Apple's going to be doing their own. That's for next year, 2022. So that's exciting. And a little mini Mac Pro, uh, much like the old Power Shot or uh, Power G4, that little bad boy that they had out for a while there back in the early 2000s, I think it was. Um, so that's coming out and that's going to obviously have a smaller down M1 version. So you get two options in your Mac Pro range. Uh, something pretty cool, very cool. Apple doing its own GPUs. They reckon they're going to be heaps better than AMD stuff. So that's going to be a massive job for them as well. They've got a lot on their plate. 
with the car and everything else that's rumoured. Uh, I don't know where. They, no wonder they've got, they're going to need all that couple of trillion dollars that they've got to uh, spread out amongst all the departments, I think. And new iMac as well. Chuck that in the mix. A new iMac concept as well. That's rumoured to be coming out shortly. Maybe not this year, maybe 22 as well with the pros. Uh, they're saying it's going to... that. Remember that XDR screen that come out with a Pro? They reckon that's going to be sort of the basis of the new iMac. So that's real squared off form with a cheese grater back mesh. Maybe something like that as a full unit uh, iMac with everything built into the screen. And nice form factor. They look really good. Hopefully they're not $6,000 like that was. But uh, look, the iMacs, if they get M1 chips in them, they're going to be insane anyway. So I'm not sure how that little mini will fit in if you're going to have an M1 iMac. So very, very, lots happening on Apple as always. They always keep us on their toes. Very cool. Right, here goes. That's it from me. I've got to finish packing, pack all this gear up now. I've done this last channel, upload this, and I'll see you all tomorrow, probably on the iPhone, probably on the travel, in the bus, doing a walkthrough, and I'll see you all soon. If you're coming this way, that way, I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.